What's going on, guys? This is your boy, Crimson Black. And Damian Drago. And here's another episode of Here's the Thing. Now, last episode had to cut a bit short, so to... His baby was calling. Yeah, we we had plans and things kind of ran over. But to kind of alleviate that, we decided to continue the last episode of The Problem with J.K. Rowling's Writings. Yeah, so if you didn't like the last episode... You're really not going to like this one. You're really not going to like this one. We about to rip her apart. (laughs) (laughs) So the first thing, and my boy Drago's going to end up taking the floor with this, but after we get all of this, you know, okay, kind of plug stuff out the way. So if you like what we do, you want to support us, make sure you follow all of our social medias at... Power Trip OP, that's Power Trip OP on all websites, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, it, you can support us as well by going to patreon.com slash power trip operations all spilled out. Now, let's get to the fun, the fun, fun stuff. What you've all been waiting for, the problem with her writings. Continue. Mm. Drago, the floor is yours. He's been waiting to say this for a minute. So. Oh, God. <laughs> As I'm thinking about it, it's pissing me off more and more. Yeah, okay. You, you can hear the aggravation in so, his voice. It's beautiful. So, yeah, like, so let me let me give you a little backstory to why I feel this way, and then I'll explain why I feel this way. Okay. I don't mind tropes. Yeah, we uh, all have to write them. We all, we all have to write them. them. We all have to use them. I don't mm-hmm. mind it. One of the tropes that I hate is called... It's basically, simplest way to say it is called character death. Okay. It's a character death trope. Basically what a character death trope is, is you kill off a character to show either how serious the situation is or how dangerous the situation is becoming. That makes sense. The reason I hate this trope is because very, very few writers do this right. And looking at you, fairy tale, a lot of anime, (laughs) which I'm a huge fan of, will kind of be like, oh, this character is dead. But wait, he's not. And that, that just annoys me. But the only trope that I hate more than that is killing off a character making it seem like the worst thing in the world and nobody really cares about and nobody gives a fuck about the character mm, sounds like Cedric Diggory <laughs> he dies in the Goblet of Fire the only time I remember ever referencing or hearing about Cedric Diggory was in Goblet of Fire yep he literally was hi I'm here I'm dying now I'm dead Harry, return my body to my father. That was supposed to erect an emotion. Yeah. That was supposed to make me feel dread. And the only thing I thought of was like, damn. Well, that sucks for you. Motherfucker should have ducked. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So since this is a big thing for you, you as a writer, how would you personally fix this? Oh, I'm I'm about to tell you how I'm going to fix it. First of all. You take J.K. Rowling's books. Okay. You put them in a barrel. All right. You put lighter fluid on some <laughs> <instant> barrel. <laughs> and then you set it on fire and send that writing back to hell from which it came from. <laughs> all right. Well, how about... How, how would I write it? How would I legitimately write it out? First of all, like we discussed last time, mm-hmm. Harry goes to Slytherin. All right. Still. So everyone's like, well, if Harry's in Slytherin, because I know a lot of people are going to bring this up. How do you make it about Hermione and everything? So this is what you do. 
instead of this going off of JK Rowling's where I made four houses but my favorite color is red so Gryffindor is the best yeah you make it about the entire school of Hogwarts in whole so Hermione's a Ravenclaw Hermione's a Ravenclaw gotcha if you want to still include Ron because Ron would still be a Gryffindor at heart exactly he would always be a Gryffindor and as much as a a useless character he is portrayed in in most of the movies he is not that he's not as bad as he is in the movies in the book he's still bad but it's it's more understandable with he's the useless but he's not pointless exactly so there you go so this is this is how you write it you make it pretty much like the justice league you pretty much make the entire first books up until gobble of the fire about six six people six six okay you make it first two uh harry uh-huh. and draco all right and their friendship as both slytherins because that needs to happen yeah it does there there will rivalry in existence draco will be humbled by harry for his upbringings and draco will also inspire the ambition that harry needs exactly that is a mutually like bettering friendship for both of them and they will both become better people because of the fact that they are friends exactly the next two characters automatically hermione and ron hermione because because then you can actually write the whole ron and hermione from the jump instead of doing a random left turn because exactly because everything that was up everything that was led up until the point until that love potion is introduced is setting up Harry and Hermione. It's setting up Harry and Hermione. And then it's like, oh, I like the smell of his toothpaste. The, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. It gets, and then you, yeah, it's like it's completely ignored, but always referenced to, like, the rest of the story. And then you get to Deathly Hollows, and it's all Harry and Hermione. Exactly. Which is even dumber. But, and everyone's like, well, you said five, you said five characters, six characters were the last two. All right. The fifth character is Cedric. Yeah. You have to, if you want to make his... Bring death, Cedric in from the jump. Exactly. He'll be the... Uh, he uh, is the mentor. Me. Yeah. He is the mentor that... He is the older, like, uh, I think, what, he was a year before then? Was it? Like it, was either, it was, yeah, it was two years. All right, so Because you can only be in your last two years because, to be in the Goblet of Fire tournament because Ron's brothers try to get into it and cheat and they only made themselves like two years older with that potion yeah and, they and the goblet said ahead. fuck you yeah and so you had to be in like your last two years if i'm not mistaken i look it up but well, it was an age thing i know that i don't age. think it was a school year thing it was a specific age barrier Probably. that they had to be but either way so and everyone's like all right now that's five so who's the sixth character okay the, the main villain voldemort you make it so that you bring out why he is a bad character because the only thing you really know about Voldemort as a whole is that he is a true heir of uh, Slytherin well I don't believe so I like the slow roll of Voldemort being kind of unveiled under this time of how at first he becomes like this almost this menacing shadow I do like that I wouldn't say bring no 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 no, 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 no. that's not what I'm saying that's not what I'm saying no, I mean, like, don't even introduce. I like the whole he who must not be named type No, shit. no, that's not what I'm saying when I say write it, have it about Voldemort. The entire story of Harry Potter, in essence, is Harry going to war with Voldemort because of the past. Exactly. And Voldemort's ambitions. But at the same time, nothing up until the last few books has very anything to do anything with him now that's 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 so, perfect writing but what i mean is cedric died why because he was just there mm-hmm. make it so that 
everything, making it more about his Voldemort's minions and realizing that this giant shadowy figure who is more powerful than everything we like think about bellatrix all right so how about this instead of making uh that sixth character voldemort make that sixth character snape because remember at this time he's a double agent we can still run everything through him that that is fair and have because a you're at the end of kind of games of thrones it with a different perspective of his talks with uh dumbledore and they all having discussion about he who must not be named. exactly that's what i mean like you reference him more and someone someone has to realize what the fuck's going on yeah you don't have to like necessarily tell have everybody. harry and draco figure it out because draco is hearing it from his father and also hearing it from snape so harry is literally forcing snape's hand to be like all right look here's what's going on because even if even if you want to say like because draco's no idiot he figured out a lot of shit out mm -hmm. on his own. So you can, you can have he was the only one just as quick onto Harry, Hermione, and Ron when they were going through all of the books just about. Yep. And he's still the only person who has successfully seen, other than Snape, Harry in the Invisibility Cloak. Yep. How? I I, I, I don't know. But. He's, he's, he's a Malfoy, bro. No, I mean like the whole <laughs> the, the concept of the Invisibility Cloak is like you're supposed it, to be able to hide from death. So... It's more of a, the way Snape explains it, and when I say Snape, I mean Alec Rickman when he was being told how to uh, portray the scene when he sees Harry under the invisibility cloak, mm -hmm. it was more of a an aura shift that you could feel that you weren't alone. You didn't know that kind of feel that somebody's watching. We're always watching. So it was more of... Wizards have the ability to legitimately figure it out. I get it. All right. I get that. But it's, it's, it's one of those things where I don't mind a shadowy presence because some of the best villains, their presence is there, but they are still unknown. Exactly. One of the, one of my favorite villains is from the uh, the series we just finished looking at uh, yeah. on Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, fucking uh, Goblin uh, Troll Hunter. Mm -hmm. We didn't know who the hell the bad guy was, but you always felt him you there. felt him you don't really feel voldemort until he comes back you don't feel voldemort until nah because not even when he comes back you don't really feel voldemort until the battle at the ministry when the ministry realizes that the fucker is back which is in book five of what seven books yes yeah. congratulations right before have a prince congratulations your most dangerous enemy your most powerful villain the bad of the bad isn't even a known presence until your series is almost over. Yeah. Great writing. But back to why you make it about those five people, because you want to make it about all four houses. The one thing about Tom Riddle slash Voldemort that made his character his character mm -hmm. is because he had the same mindset as the original head of Slytherin. Yeah. He didn't believe people who were muggle-born or half witches or wizards deserve the right to learn magic that was just his mindset he felt like the only ones that should be able to have this power are pure blooded wit uh pure, pure bloods for the sense for who knows why but okay that's fine 
So what does that have to do with anything other than... Because it, it was literally riff, written like Gryffindor has a problem with Slytherin and Slytherin has a problem with Gryffindor. That's why... That's the whole fight. But that wasn't the thing. They had a rivalry because of the fact that they were the two most winningest of houses when it came to the House Cup. Exactly. They were always bouncing back between first and second. That's why they had that rivalry, especially on the Quidditch pitch. Exactly. But the way is the way the stories take place. It makes it seem like it was Jedi it, Sith type shit. Exactly. It's, it's either you're in Slytherin, you're in Gryffindor, or you don't matter. Yeah. But you know, there's these other characters. Luna, a great character. Cho, a great character. Cedric, great character. Yeah, but at the end of the day, mean absolutely nothing to the story because they're neither. Cedric, Cho, and Luna are all examples of wasted potential because you could you could pull those people in early on and just kind of have those because all Luna is is essentially walking exposition and that's all what Ron is for the first few books. Exactly. He is the one who is explaining the exposition to the readers exactly what the fuck is going on when it comes to all of this quote unquote magical shit that we've never seen before. Exactly. Which, I mean, it kind of makes sense but that is interchangeable. Interchangeable, words are hard. And <laughs> it can be anybody who did that. Draco could have did that shit. And exactly. Draco would have probably been more forgiving about it because of the fact that Draco knows that this is his first time into anything. Exactly. He's, and he would want him to get on top of this shit faster because of his name. Exactly. Draco would push him to improve a lot faster and which would have been that, necessary yeah. and would have made a lot more sense than how Harry beat Voldemort at the end besides exactly. MacGuffin. I mean, at the end of the day, the movies don't really show the amount of spells that Harry knows and uses. Well, because, because in the movies, he only uses, what, three? He uses... He uses Stupefy, he uses Expecto Patronum, he uses Sectum Sempera, and he uses Expelliarmus. That's four. He's used... Technically, you can I'm, say... I'm talking about outside of class. Oh, outside of class? Outside of class. That's it. In like real world, real world situations. Yeah, that's it. It's only those four. Yeah. In the books, he knows so many, so much more than that. Yeah. But so, and and the reason you write it with about all the houses is because at the end result, which to me makes no sense. Uh huh. Because I get why, but at the end of the day, it wasn't written very well. It's Hogwarts versus the Death Eaters. Yeah. That's, that isn't written very well. And the reason because I say it's that. it's literally a Hogwarts versus the Death Eaters in Slytherin. Exactly. But Where Slytherin it should have been, been with Hogwarts, Hogwarts from the jump. jump. It should have been Hogwarts versus Death Eaters, period. Yeah. That was it. That should have been the ending fight. And the way you write that well is to make it about all the houses the reason Hufflepuff fights is because they kill one of their own exactly they killed Cedric and Cedric means everything to everyone Cedric yeah. should have been written as that one character that, that you just, everybody loves that just everybody loves Cedric should have been more of a news commander in, in that whole situation Yes, because a character that is literally Cedric should have been introduced from the jump he is he could have been the exposition guy in the very beginning, while Draco... Because it would have made sense why he knows everything. Yep. He's been shown everything. Yep. He already he is that kind of high school, sophomore, junior who has already dealt with a lot of bullshit, figured out the best ways to get through it, and pulls people he sees 
that will possibly go under that same shit under his wing so they don't have to. Goblet of, just take it in Goblet of Fire. Cedric and Harry are friends. Exactly. Now it makes sense why Cedric is helping Harry. But yeah, Harry, time, Harry, Harry tells him about the dragon. So it would also make sense why Harry would go to him first. Before anybody, anybody else? else. Because of the fact that they've already established that relationship. So they're going to keep going back and forth. The threat becomes more real to, if not everyone in the school, Harry's group. Yeah, because they all one of their own has shit. already died. They all feel that shit. Because it's one of their main set that died. Yep. It feels like Cedric from the jump is going to die by the end of the book because you're just like, okay, this guy is out of nowhere. They're trying to make him really important. This motherfucker isn't lasting past. Yeah, that's, that's his like, literally, <laughs> literally. As soon as I read the book, as I'm reading the book, watching the movie, as soon as he popped up, I was like, oh, so he's going to be the one to die at the end of this. Exactly, because you can tell. You can just tell when it comes to that. But if you write him as an important character from the very beginning, you are like, there's, like, there's he's no, no way. He's getting you, out of this you'll shit. You'll feel it, but you, you'll you feel it. Like, they might, are they going to kill him? No, you won't feel it. That's the thing. You wouldn't feel it. If he was a main character from the jump, and this would have come out before Game of Thrones, where uh, like that whole, that whole uh, expectation of, the, yeah. of every single main character you know and love may die at some point. Yeah, everybody still is on that aspect of he's a main character. He's not. He's going to be fine. Yeah. He's not going to die. There's no way that they're going to take him out of the story. He's been here for this long. Immediately kill him off. Mm -hmm. Book four, not even, not even really done. The big shit hasn't even happened, and one of their own has already died. Exactly. This is this is about to get more real than any of them can handle, which will explain the. And it's Harry, why Harry would lash out. And that's another reason why the war would literally start after Goblet of Fire. Yep. Because Hufflepuff is like, oh hell no, what the fuck. They would all believe Harry because of the fact that Harry wouldn't just come across as a dick anymore because he would have had that rapport with the entire school by that point. Exactly. So which, whole, which makes everything that happens in uh, the Order of the Phoenix, it happens the same, but it happens faster. Yeah. Everyone lashes out against... Uh, What's the fuck your bitch's name? I fucking can't Umbridge. stand it. They lash out against Umbridge a lot faster and sooner. And it's more obvious that the entire school is revolting against her and mm -hmm. not just a few people. How does Harry deal with Cedric dying? He creates a fucking army, just yeah, like he here's did. Here's the thing, bro. Umbridge never finds him. Draco's the reason why they found the rumor requirement to find Dumbledore's army. Exactly. That never happens. Draco is by his side. Umbridge never finds them. Even if you want to, and you can still write it that Cho gets tortured. Cho gets tortured because if Harry's more closer to Draco. No, 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 no. I have a better idea. Ooh, so instead of that have Cedric uh since Cedric is there from the jump have Cho and Cedric already have a relationship from the jump and then Ron, when then, when Cho uh find like finds out that Cedric dies that was her breaking point to where she is like uh, I don't want anybody else ever getting in the way of him ever again just do what he wants I don't want to lose anybody else I care about so in her mind 
raising an army for the school to go up against and fight Voldemort is the quickest way for everybody to die because in her mind Cedric was the most powerful uh, like was the best of them and if Voldemort killed them none of those other motherfuckers have a chance so have her not be tortured but specifically go out of her way to sure. stop everything so she believes that no one else will get hurt yeah they don't fight the war and nobody dies and that is where that break between her and harry right occurred. because the entire the entire the entire situation between harry and cho literally made absolutely no sense the way it's written none whatsoever because it's like cho cho like harry likes cho mm -hmm. cho kind of likes harry because it's harry potter exactly popularity and all that exactly but she's with cedric cedric dies Cho and Harry start becoming closer because of Cedric's death. Exactly. So they actually are with each other. He's training her in the army. She's catching on just as fast as he's dishing it out. Yep. He finds, he thinks he's found his equal in love. Yeah. For just to say it that way. And then she's tortured, reveals everything, and, and he, he just drops, drops her, her like, like a sack of rocks. rocks. Like it's. He doesn't, she, she, she's, she explains, he knows, he just doesn't care. Mm -hmm. He's like, at the end of the day, you still betrayed me. Now, Even it, though I'm just like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you take that whole shit out of it, it makes sense why Harry would be like, yeah, nah, we can't associate with this person. And then you can have like And something. then it makes it feel more real because that is a realistic thing that somebody would go through. Yep. Especially if they're like, I just lost somebody who meant the world to me. I am not losing anybody else. Y'all are not doing this shit. Nope. Period. And that, that kind of keeps everything kind of level. When everyone in the school finds out this is all going down, everyone unites against Umbridge. Exactly. Which is why she gets immediately booted from the campus and um, <coughs> rape by centaurs. What? Who said that? <laughs> yeah, she, that, that shit was ran through by all of them centaurs. Came back, her hair was messed up, covered in leaves, and she ain't know what was right. <laughs> all right, so in a nutshell, that is the better way to tell that story because it makes sense why because even if you want to still go with your story because i feel like there should have been two great battles mm -hmm. the first one i wanted to you're ready it's slytherin versus the death eaters exactly but most the of death the eaters will still win that exactly the, the death eaters should still win that so that the rest of the story can occur exactly because at the end of the day they still don't know what the horcruxes are yet exactly so what happens is it's same even thing. Bellatrix didn't know what the fuck a Horcrux was. No. So the same things, everything still happens the way it does. It's just when Harry goes to the woods, he's coming with his house. Yeah. Harry still dies. Um, you can't see it, but I'm putting air quotation marks around it. He still dies. Slytherin retreats back to Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. And they rally everyone up against Voldemort, who is still coming. Yeah. For all of them. Neville still pulls the Chosen One, Godric Gryffindor, sword, kills Nagini. All of that shit still happens. And Because Neville would just be that friend that he would be Cho where she were she's just he's just trying to keep everyone safe. Because mm -hmm. Neville, Neville, Neville have, as a chosen one would just sense that something isn't right the entire time. He just wouldn't know what. Exactly. So Neville at the safe. Neville at the opposite end of the spectrum would be the whole uh, I am 
I am not losing anybody else. I need to make sure that I am strong enough to protect everyone. Yep. That will become his deal. And Cho will be like, no, everybody needs to not fight. Which, two perspectives of the exact same goal that makes sense right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's just how it's done. And everyone's like, well, because this is this is to go into your point of what mm-hmm. you're going to talk about. Everyone's like, well, how are you going to sit there and say that you can write a story better than J.K. Rowling can if it's her idea? Let me explain this. And I'm going to pass this off to my boy Crimson because <laughs> I really haven't paid much attention to these books because the first the first eight movies kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, you talking about these movies? Because these aren't books. These are all specific movies. All specific movies. Oh, before I pass it off, everyone's like, well, why do you want to make Cedric important? He's literally the entire half, he's literally half the reason the entire play happens. Yeah. Because they're trying to make it so that Cedric Cedric does not die. die. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. That doesn't fucking matter if he's not that important of a character. Exactly. Now, if this is a childhood friend that like you can like Albus is still feeling his father regrets dying and not being able to do anything about it that is literally a legitimate reason why because that will be his biggest failure the person who like showed him the most and got him going is his greatest failure exactly but everyone's like well because still Harry still sees him as his greatest failure right even though he didn't even know the fucking guy right he helped him once that was it. He that was, was nice it. to him while the rest of the house was teasing him over the Goblet of Fire because it was a house rivalry shit because a Gryffindor and a Hufflepuff were both in the Goblet of Fire. Exactly. That's literally it. Yep. But at the end of the day, that's... that's. Mm. So my biggest issue currently is, and I'm not alone in this, a lot of people also feel this way, is with the new movies the fantastic beast saga we will call it now fantastic beast was a good movie don't get me wrong but crimes of grindelwald made it pointless and to be fair you have dumbledore and grindelwald two of the most powerful wizards in history going head to head and they aren't the main characters how does that make sense everything is coming down their climax is their famous battle their famous duel and they're both side characters yes Grindelwald is technically the main villain but how can you really make him a main villain when the main character is Newt's commander how does that work Newt has nothing to do with any of that he literally wrote a book which is why the first movie was good. It was a good Yeah, story. it was literally about why he wrote the book. Exactly. To explain to everyone. Everybody, because there were so many people. It was his whole thing of, yeah, I am doing all of this research to make sure that I can write this book so people know that not all of these creatures are dangerous. Exactly. Period. They know how to handle with everything, which was fine. And then, at the end of the day, the whole shit with the Obscurus about how... At, at the end of it, there's nothing you can do. That person is just going to lash out and die. Mm-hmm. And the fucking guilt and failure that he felt when he lost Credence immediately is taken back when you just pull Credence into the next one because you want to make him a Dumbledore. That that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. You take away, you take away 
what made, made that that whole, no, the first movie so good. Exactly. You take away all of those stakes. It's like, okay, well, he just survived. But, 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 but all that emotion that you just tried to build up for it is all pointless. Now, everything else, I don't it's really mind. It's literally like the reverse of Cedric. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and what makes it even worse is you start tacking on extra shit just to be like, all right, well, this is important because you need to know Lord. With the whole uh, Nagini being, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, having a blood curse that specifically turns her into a snake uh, for the rest of her life. And which is fine i kind of hit like felt that was a thing when i was originally watching the first few movies because she was just that is the only other way to make another living thing a horcrux yeah so that's why i was like all right cool but uh you have that you have him essentially saying that we have a new noble a new dumbledore that we have never heard of and we know their family tree their canon family tree out of nowhere just because of the fact that you wanted to do a plot twist and not make him a Lestrange which made the most sense anyway because of how he acted Ezra Miller even kind of looks like uh, I think it's uh, Helen Graham Carter I can't remember. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right uh, the actress who plays Bellatrix. She oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. that was... Even as a little same little weird twitch that she uh, has. Exactly. Which would have made the most sense mm-hmm. if she he was a Lestrange. Pale skin, dark Her hair. His hair, when it starts to get long on the top, has a bit of a curl to it, just like Sirius, just like Bellatrix. It makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But because of the fact that they wanted to subvert expectations, they were just like, yeah, nah, fuck that. He's a Dumbledore. I just, I just feel Which like... Which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And it feels like they're just trying to push something into it. Now, the way to fix that, in my part of mind, is... Let the Fantastic Beast movie stay by itself. It's fine. Credence dies at the end. That is the end of it. This is the next movie. movie. Exactly. The next movie is Newt going back to Dumbledore, like kind of um, like unloading his heart on him losing Credence and finding Grindelwald. Because I mean, I don't, I don't see how or possibly what makes Grindelwald, uh, well, Newt be like, wait, something's right. I am sensing something and just kind of reveal fucking, uh, have a spell that undo Polyjuice Potion just cause. And essentially fucking pull a Scooby-Doo and pull the mask off at the very end of the movie. So, Let's say all of that shit still happens. Nothing changed. You just have him coming in as the intro or the introduction to Dumbledore. Dumbledore will become the main character for the rest of the movies. You have him coming in, essentially unloading his heart to Dumbledore about his greatest failure. Dumbledore is like, all right, well, I got to do something. So Dumbledore is going out of his way to start figuring shit out on how to stop him. He is recruiting people. But Newt should not be somebody he recruits. 
Nope. Also on top of that, this whole shit with Queenie and the Muggle. Jesus Christ. I get you want to throw a love story in there, but you have two characters who are obviously in love with each other. One gets obliviated and you just bring them back together. He's like, oh yeah, well, I had no bad memories of her, so they all just kind of came fluttering back. But that shouldn't change really anything. It's not how that works. It's not how that works at all. It's not how that works. And, and everyone's like, well, how can you say that's not how it works? Because it's of the fact that when Hermione obliviated her parents, it made such an impact because of the fact that in the canon, there was nothing that can undo that. They will always feel something empty, but they will never know exactly what the fuck it is. They will never know that it's because of the fact that her that their daughter is gone. That is what made that sacrifice so powerful when but, she left. But you're telling me there was a way to get around that shit the whole around time. Around that All shit right. the entire time and nobody said anything to anybody? Especially Hermione? Come on. And and even if you want to be like, well, maybe it would have been something that wouldn't nobody would have said anything. Then it would have been in a fucking book in a restricted section. Yep, and Hermione memorized all of them bitches just about. Because that was her superpower. She had fucking um what is it? What is it? photographic memory? Mm -hmm. That was what really made Hermione special. It's not that she was smart. She was book smart. She, she was, was book extremely smart. book smart. Yeah, she just she remembered. That woman was a walking encyclopedia. She Jesus could just Christ. remember everything that she had ever read. Yep. That's why uh, Luna Love's good uh, father was like, "You're not unintelligent." <laughs> he was basically saying, "You're smart because you remember everything, not because you know everything." Exactly. There's a difference, which yeah. is why every time she tried to really try to do something, eh, didn't really work out. Yeah. Worked that, out. That was always an issue. It was like, if she tried something 10 times, it worked the eighth time. Mm -hmm. But uh, at the end of the day. You know, now still, that I think about it, that explains like why that little time traveling device, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, time Turner. Yeah, the Time Turner she had. That actually, now her being having photographic memory actually explains why she would still be able to keep up in all of those classes. Well, yeah, because of the fact that she just studies one at some certain time, goes back in time, goes to the other class, studies something else, and she'll be fine. Yeah. How did she not graduate like a year ahead of everybody else? Because she dropped out of school. Oh, yeah, that's right. Her, Harry, and Ron. dropped out. All dropped out. But still graduated. Let's not talk about that. I mean, but at the end of the day... I mean, what's Voldemort? Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, you come back and you defeat, like, the fucking greatest wizard. And you also destroy the majority of the Horcruxes as a group. Yeah, all of them motherfuckers graduating. Or at if least I was a headmaster, I'd be like, yeah, all right, y'all. Ain't shit for y'all to learn here. Here's your fucking diploma. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> or better yet, here's... We're going to reinstate you during your final years because of your age. Because it was like, what, like... It was a time skip. Yeah, I think it was about a year or two. A year or two. They took them to deal with all of that. Because mm -hmm. if you're telling me right now they did all of that in a few months, I'm calling bullshit. Oh, no, they didn't. That was kind of the entire point. Yeah. We saw a couple seasons in, uh, like, during the movies. Yeah. So that would represent that pretty essentially, too. But still, you back to how we better uh, the crimes of Grindelwald and everything further. 
with their whole uh, with this whole love story make it so that Queenie is just trying to cope with the fact that the one she finally found who loved her will never remember who she is have that be the reason why she goes to Grindelwald in the end because at the end of the day so this is what happens I know you didn't see the movie so I'll kind of fill you in okay. Queenie and her boo thing are together he gets obliviated and then they just pop back up at New's house just kind of pop up and what the fuck you mean just kind of pop up just kind of pop up they knock on the door and go hey we're visiting yada 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 so they uh they all sit down for dinner something's not quite with quite quite right with queen's boo thing she has him under a mind control spell so that they can get married this is someone who legitimately openly loves her and she has him under mind control so that he would agree to marry her that makes no sense. I'm leaving now. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking away. So I'm in my room. That is that is the biggest issue when it comes to that. Their whole arc is the fact that Queenie is like, well, I want to be with you. So what? He already wants to be with her. So, and he's. I'm, I'm assuming, especially if J.K. had a as much of a part in this movie that everyone says she is, it's obvious mm -hmm. that he wants to be with her. No, they're dating. And she puts him under mind control to get married. Yes. When he already so wants when, to be married. So New calls her out on it. She lifts the spell. And he goes, but baby, all you had to do was ask. Of course I want to marry you. And she, in turn, leaves because he was like, you didn't have to do some kind of crazy thing like that. All you had to do was ask, I love you. And all she hears is you calls me crazy and leaves. They- Wait, doesn't she turn on everyone and go to Grindelwald because she wants to be with him? Exactly. That makes no sense. Exactly. So fixing that, this is what we do. He still does not remember. She goes out of her way to continue showing up like she does at the end of Fantastic Beasts, uh, showing up to the uh, the shop all of this time, trying to uh, kind of rekindle that. But because of the fact that in his mind, he has no idea who the fuck she is. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Which is the so entire reason she would go to the Queenie is trying her best to find a way to reverse that spell. She, she comes across Grindelwald. Grindelwald is like, oh my child, I am so sorry. We together, we can find a way to bring back the one you love. Well, yeah, to bring back the memory of who you want to be with. And that is what he uses to turn her. Not this whole, hey baby, I'm right here. We can be together. No, I'm gonna go to Grindelwald so that we can be together. Uh, it was the dumbest shit ever. Uh, that just made my brain hurt. Yeah, and it was one of the biggest issues with Crimes of Grindelwald. I mean, some people, like, they shit on the effects. I don't, I'm not one of those people. The only problems that they have in that movie is the love story that they feel like is forcing 
a conflict and also the subverted expectations that literally goes against the lore of its own well it goes against its own lore its yeah. own canon we know the Dumbledore family tree we know the Lestrange family tree but it makes no sense why he didn't end up being Corvus Lestrange because Corvus Lestrange has been blocked out from the jump we never saw his face we never knew it really anything about him he was he is the giant question mark and they explained him away by saying that Lita as a child when they were uh they were on a yacht they were going somewhere I can't remember where she's the boat started to sink Corvus was crying so she replaced Corvus with a random orphan that she found on the boat Corvus immediately doesn't make it he drowns Corvus is dead the entire mystery of we don't know how powerful a wizard could have been could have existed how influential this person could have been because of the fact that she wanted to subvert expectations instead of tell a good story I mean it goes down to like what she's doing now like everyone was mad that in an open color cast call that the person who played Hermione in the play, or it wasn't even all of them, it was just one. Mm -hmm. And one of the plays was a black girl. Yep. And so everyone got pissed and she goes, well, fuck it, Hermione was black the entire time. But to be fair, that was just kind of her way of lashing out on stupid racist people. No, that's... That is what that, cause that was just her being petty. Yeah, but it's, I get, I get the lashing out, but you don't just be like, well, the character's always been this. I, again, she was just being petty. She wasn't thinking. Oh. This isn't something like her going, well, witches and wizards didn't used to actually have plumbing. They got that from muggles. So they would just shit and piss themselves and magic it away somewhere. That is the shit that I always talk about when it comes to J.K. Rowling sticking her own foot in her mouth when it comes to shit wait, like that. Wait, yes, wait. This is a legitimate wait, tweet wait, that she has pulled out wait, before the Muggles, not not witches and wizards, lashing, like pushing all of that shit down to where Muggles could actually learn something from the wizards because it would happen. She goes, the Muggles invented that, and before the Muggles invented plumbing. They just fucking pissed and shit themselves and magicked it away. She does realize that. Sorry about that, guys. No, no, you're, you're good. But she does realize that it is recorded in a lot of history books that many of the great nations had a form of plumbing. Yeah. Of plumbing. Yeah. We're talking about the Greeks. The Romans and the fucking Egyptians, who also probably had some form of electricity. electricity yes. So yes, that, hey, that is that hey, is. Hey, fuck the Romans, fuck the Greeks. We want real indoor plumbing, so we just gonna piss and shit ourselves and then magic it away. Mm -hmm. And with that bombshell, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah, because if we keep talking about this. I'm gonna go, I'm literally gonna fly to her house and chuck a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Cause oh, that, is a, that is that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's even dumber than Goku dying by a laser. I mean, or getting injured like, by a bullet. 
we, we've explained that. Uh, we have explained that. Uh, <laughs> but the stupidity still the same. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to follow us on all social medias at Power Trip OP on all websites, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That is P O W E R T R I P O P, capital P T N O. Also, you can support us at patreon.com slash power trip operations, all spelled out. Enjoy the Patreon. I need to leave. <laughs> oh man! Well, again, thank you guys for allowing us to indulge ourselves for <laughs> for another episode of Here's the Thing. All right, guys. Until next time.